Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. All right, welcome once again to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I don't know what number it is, but we're back and we're going to... We're going to have an episode. We're going to have an episode. Thanks for for all the feedback. Um, what feedback? Just on my Instagram. I'm just kind of like, you know, I just feel like a lot of people out there are letting me know that they usually agree with me on the podcast. Okay. And I just think it's like, you know, makes me feel like uh-huh. I'm doing the right thing. By what? Living my life how I want it. You should definitely do that. Like, it's nice to complain about things and then have people like, you know, come into your feed and be like, yeah, you're right. What specifically are you talking about? Oh, it's just a general feeling. (laughs) Okay. Well, getting down to specifics in terms of feedback, (laughs) once in a while, our lovely producer uh, will bring us uh, some of your feedback, some emails that you write in. Um, She gets them all, but just so you know, she does filter out the cruelest ones. So if in case you're writing anything really mean, we haven't we don't, read. This. We don't see it. We don't see it. So you're wasting your time. Oh, but they are Canadian, so it's probably going to be nice. Yeah, there are these people are nice. When they get to our laps, they're usually pretty kind. So to everybody out there that's writing hate-filled screeds, um, just know that we don't know what they. We don't even know what they are. So we definitely don't get them, and we definitely don't read them, and we definitely don't talk about them offline. We don't know. We don't know what you're saying. But here. Is a letter she's handed to us. We don't know what it says. And let's find out. It go. It starts, hi there. It goes like this. Okay, you ready? It goes a little something like this. Hi there. I have recently caught up with the episodes which have been so uplifting while life, COVID, has been so downlifting. And I am a big fan of yours, so thank you. However, okay, I don't like where this is going. I got some beef from outside the cis-het normative binary walk of life to chew. Okay, is that ho- us? I don't know yet. Hold on. Let me re let me re-examine this sentence. I got some beef, so I have I have some conflict from outside of the cis het normative binary walk of life to chew. So I got some beef for you to chew that comes from outside. Okay, I think so. I think we maybe have made a mistake at some point on the podcast. Let's find out. I'm surprised nobody said anything about Natasha condemning men for wearing leggings. Wait, did you condemn men for wearing leggings? Well, to be fair, I condemned you, but maybe I did. Yeah, I probably said men. Oh, no, no, no. Someone called in and they said that their their boyfriend, life partner was wearing leggings and oh, during COVID. No, but that wasn't about, those weren't feminized leggings. Those were work, those were athleisure leggings. This is totally different. Okay, well, hold on. Let's hear I, this I don't out. mind if women wear leggings. No, you're doubling down on the problem right now, <laughs> just so you know. What, I, I don't mind that women wear leggings. Women are the ones that should wear leggings. Non-women should not. <laughs> So thank you for your for your feedback. No, okay, let, let's hear this person out. See what they... I am a non-binary and gender-fluid person, and a lot of where I got my strength and identity and sense of embodiment came from not listening to what people say someone shouldn't do because of other how others see it. Kind of like how Moshe wanted it to be understood. He's fly, and people who follow <laughs> trends are basic. Wait, now let me just stop here. It sounds to me like this person is writing in saying, I agree with Moshe. 
I swear I didn't read this before and I wasn't like setting up that dichotomy. I, I know. I'm feeling good about it. I didn't want, I, I just didn't want a younger person who hasn't figured out their identity to hear someone say they can't wear something that they would probably look fabulous in because of the genitals they were born with. I don't believe, Natasha, as much as I want you to be chastised and humiliated on this podcast, <laughs> I don't believe that you said that. Oh, maybe you said men shouldn't wear leggings, but okay. It to, definitely sounds like something I would say. Okay, to our writer and to our listeners who are who are outside of the cishet normative binary walk of life, uh, I don't think you were saying men shouldn't wear leggings because they're feminine and that's a woman thing. I think you were saying that athleisure leggings look... But you know what? Actually, I'm coming around to this person. I think you're a bigot. <laughs> Uh, no, but can I just say I don't care what anybody wears. I'm sure it was just like in the moment, you right. know. If if your if your husband doesn't look good in leggings, he doesn't norm a man doesn't normally wear them, and then they start getting lazy and start wearing leggings, and it's not their thing. Like remember, you started wearing Jeremy's sweatpants around mm -hmm. the house because mm -hmm. Moshe took Jeremy's sweatpants from the woods, the guy we were staying with, and they just didn't look right on him. Like Jeremy has like a different butt. You know, like the whole what do you mean look. Jeremy has a different no. butt. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but I mean, like, what kind of butt does Jeremy have? Well, your butt's like, you know, it's just like whatever. I'm just Excuse saying. Excuse me. It's just a different. My butt is like what? And why do you know the shape of Jeremy's butt? <laughs> it's just shaped a little differently. And then on top of that, Excuse hold on, I'm about to compliment you. You're way more fashion forward than Thank Jeremy. Thank you. So like, they weren't that. They felt kind of like they weren't exactly up to your standard yes exactly what so wait hold on so then you started wearing them around the house and i said moshe and i asked you a few times i was like could you please take those off and you were like who am i gonna see and i'm like and then i thought about it, i was like me mm -hmm. I, I i'm with you all day mm -hmm. long i don't want to look at you in ugly clothes i do think um to so our can i finish what can i finish oh, sorry. Say? so my point is uh, to stick up for myself, it was more like if someone is wearing something that's kind of driving you crazy, that that kind of thing. Yes, but to, I also would not want to see motion leggings. To our to our gender queer, gender fluid, non-binary friends out there, specifically the one that's writing, I do think in Natasha's defense, this was not about um, uh, about gender essentialism and saying those don't look masculine enough. It was more of a general contempt for the fashion choice it was it was a more of a general um judgment uh, it was more of a pure prickery from natasha than a pure bigotry you were being <laughs> you were being a judgmental asshole not a hateful asshole i think okay so if you but i this but i agree with what our friend here is saying that but don't that, forget his joke he says if you want to rock leggings rock their them. joke natasha their joke their joke he says they we're all learning. They We're say, on a journey. If you want to rock leggings, rock them. If you want to wear an eye patch, go for it. Just make sure you're extra careful crossing the street. Okay, now I don't <laughs> want you to take this as a bigotry, but that was not funny. Okay? I love you. I love all the choices you've made. I, 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 honor, your, I honor your identity, but I can't have that. I just can't. Also, I like this part too. Also, in regards to your child calling themselves a girl boy, because she's been saying it more and more, they say it might be nothing or it might be your kid already understanding the construct that everyone around them enforces. And that's true. Like I put something on for her the other day. It was just like princess's surprise slumber party. And she wanted to go put on her princess costume. But then she also watches like, you know, stuff about boys. So, oh, so he says. Um, they say. 
So they say, so maybe if you don't shame or tell your kid they can't do something because of how it will identify them, maybe ask if you can be there to support your kid in what they want to do, even if you think it's shitty. Now, hold on a second. I was already going to do that. Yeah, but also, nobody shamed our kid for saying they're a girl boy. I don't know what... No, no, he's not... They're not saying that, but it's just about, you know, what it, you know, what could it be? Um, so they say I was never allowed to grow my hair long because I was a boy in quotes and couldn't grow my facial hair, facial hair out because I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. That sounds intense. I just feel that if we can do things like tell our kids their drawing is beautiful when we don't think it is, but still understand why they do because they're expressing themselves, I think we should try to instill that energy into people's lives about all aspects of a person's identity and not enforce a version of somebody that they should be before they know themselves. Now, let me just respond there and say, I don't know how to respond to that. Because in our family, when our kid comes in with some shit-ass drawing, we don't say, wow, that's beautiful. We say, wow, that's not a good drawing. You should be better at drawing or not draw anymore. <laughs> and so it's hard for us to synthesize this information into our understanding of the gender paradigm. Um, so this is the last paragraph. Sorry for the long-windedness and weirdness, but I am high and pretty passionate about tearing down the gender binary. Thank you again for the pod. You two are big role models and style icons to me. And okay. I only recommend you to get more and more weird and find different places outside your comfort zone. Thank you. They're giving us advice. Moshe, wear a dress. It's freeing. Please don't do not do it, Moshe. But Wait, I mean- hold on. Even in the midst <laughs> of this gender essentialist intervention. Okay, fine. He can wear a dress, Moshe. I don't want to wear a dress. Personally, that I wouldn't feel comfortable in a dress, but I think it's beautiful that other people do. Well, and they it, say it's freeing. Well, I'm sure it's freeing, but it wouldn't feel... Uh, it's not for me, but I love that other people are free enough to do so and to break out of that binary. I'm still stuck in my box. Natasha, wear a full wool suit. I don't know. I don't really like masculine fashion too now, much. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> Natasha, you in a full winter suit would be really cute. Like I would I, totally wear a suit. Like a three-piece, like like sort of Annie Hall style. But we can't watch Annie Hall anymore because of Woody Allen. What are we going to do? I don't really like masculine fashion. Okay, love you guys. Have a nice COVID. Oh, thanks. You have a nice COVID as well. Um, this was a sweet, I think this was a sweet, generally a sweet um, uh, email from a fan. And I just do want to once again reiterate that Natasha, I don't think of you as a person that really gives a fuck about femininity or masculinity or the essential nature therein. And I don't think we really give that to our kid either. I don't think, although I do feel what our friend is saying, which is the 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 gender is messaging feels so crazy and overwhelming. Like it just feels like it's so programmed. Right, I know. And, and you can't really escape it on a certain level. Like it just starts to seep in the second someone is born. And uh, I don't really know the way around that, but I think that if you have found a way out of your own feelings of uh, feeling trapped by it, I think that's great. Not everybody feels trapped by it. I'll be honest. I don't feel in any way trapped by uh, gender norms personally. I do because I, well, in terms of having a baby, I feel Mm -hmm. like. I, I trap her and I don't even realize it, you know? Oh, th- and, that I do. I and do I think really I... appreciate the feedback because I want to figure out how to not do that, you know? I mean, I think that my kid loves princess stuff, but also I showed it to her. Mm-hmm. and then she, But she also loves trucks 
and she wants to hang from trees and climb trees and her, all her friends are boys, well, but she talking? also wants to wear a wig and like have a... The part that feels weird and programming to me is like, why is the playing with trees... Right. And, and, masculine. And, yeah. What is masculine exactly about that? Like, right. I, I, I love nature. I'm a man. Right. It's all very bizarre. You know, uh, and it's impossible to suss out like what thing is coming to a person naturally and what thing is being broadcast to them. But, you know, well, the problem is men are stronger. So they're going to grow up to be more aggressive because mm -hmm. they can handle it. And women, you know, they have babies and yeah. they are weaker and they're going to, you know, be be bitches to each other instead. <laughs> like I'm just this, saying this is a screed on not paying forward. No, uh, I'm just gendered. I'm saying that that there there are differences. They're going to experience differences as they get older. I don't know, maybe what is the difference between men and women? What is the difference between men and women? Yeah, let me well let me ask you this, Moshe, if we don't want to ingrain any of that in our kid and have them be more fluid, what what are the differences we need to teach them? Well, I don't know. I don't know how I particularly feel about um, ingraining fluidity because that feels just as um, as you know, messaging or, mm. or, 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 or indoctrinating as ingraining rigidity. I don't mm. think like, I think people's, I don't, listen, I, I understand that when it comes to like gender um, fluidity that I am not, as aware as I am about other causes, if that makes sense. Like my understanding of my sort of understanding of causes is not the right word, but like in terms of identity, like I feel really I like I understand uh, being gay and I understand being trans. And when it comes to gender uh, non-binary stuff and gender fluid stuff and gender fuckery and all that stuff, I support it. But do I have a do I have a do I feel like I have a deep understanding of it or what it means or I, I don't I could use more education about it. But I'm not. But you're raising a kid. So it's like, what, what do we teach? Well, them? exactly. I don't think it's my job to teach my kid to be fluid or to be or to and it's also not my job to teach a kid to be rigid and and connected to their birth gender my job is to just teach my kid how to live in the world be happy be themselves and try as best i can not to uh program them with negative ideas of what it means to be a, a woman or, or a man or, or whatever it's to try to just give them the tabla rasa and sh yeah and and our kid is always saying just the basics she's like oh boys stand up to pee girls mm -hmm. sit down to pee mom mom you're a girl so you have boo-boos i mean know? is like, the idea that every time a kid a little three-year-old says something like like that you're supposed to say like not all people not all girls stand up to pee not all it, it's it, it feels right. like and and i'm open if you if there are non-binary people out there that that want, want to give us feedback about this i am curious like what is the idea because i'm not because this is this is it like the kids that motion I have this age, this is the generation that's going to like make or break things. <laughs> so like, I really think it's important that we are teaching them in the right way. That it, it, and so like, what is it? What is the best way to create these like powerful beings that are going right. to save us from climate change? But it's also interesting too, because they like, have to be warriors too. I was reading her this book about Harriet Tubman the other day that we got. And I was like, damn, how much do I broach here? Like she's three she, years old. Yeah. Like w w w it's talking about her breaking f free of the domination of her master and her owner. And I'm like, shit, 
Like, how much do I have to unpack to a three-year-old? And then at what point do you start to unpack this stuff? Like, there's a lot of bigotry in the world. And, like, is is three... I don't really necessarily think that three is the time to begin broaching the the heavy uh, subjects of oppression and, and domination and bigotry in the world. But then again, I don't know when it is. So, anyway, all that said, I think my job as a parent is to just like love a person and the, and and teach them that whatever choice they make or whatever identity they have is I'm going to love them anyway which I don't think will be very challenging cuz she's pretty easy to love. I certainly don't love her because of her gender. No. I try to just I certainly don't love her because of her paintings. <laughs> cuz they are not good. One thing our kid does that I really love is she gets very um sad. If it, or, I don't love that she's sad, but like music seems to really affect her. Like if oh, I really? ever play like anything's too sad, she's like, turn this off. Why is this so sad? Put on the Baja men <laughs> who let the dogs out. <laughs> Crank that up. She does seem to just want to party. She does seem to want to party. Maybe that's the future of gender. It's just a bunch of people that want to party. I do think, by the way, that we could get to a point in society, and I think we're kind of headed in this way, that the whole idea of gender is like not is not politicized it becomes meaningless like i think that in the future it feels pretty meaningless to our kid i feel like she's just like oh i'm a girl so right now i mean she doesn't say right now but you know for her she needs to sit down to pee Mm -hmm. and um she's she just i don't really know how else she thinks she's different she knows she has a vagina and her friends who are boys have penises right but that's about all the differences right because her but then i guess the 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 gender fluid idea would be your gen your genitalia is not your gender that's that that is a a a thing your genitalia is not your gender it's your genitalia it's separate they are separate uh long story short i don't know i i we all have more learning to do but we appreciate you writing in and i would i am curious to see what gender will look like when i am 90 and our child is an adult with kids you know like what does that look like because it, it feels like we could get to a point where kids just could all care less that they're that nobody it's not even a conversation it just is a it's whatever people are 10 million different degrees of identity but anyway i think what we should do now to really educate ourselves about gender politics mm-hmm. is listen to a secret Let's do it. Hi, guys. I love the show. Um, So I have a secret. It is that um, I uh, am a stripper and I um, worked with another dancer who is just a straight up sociopath. Um, She would bully all the other dancers. She uh, would say racist things about customers behind their backs. Um, she hit people. She was just like the worst person I've ever met. So, um, one day I just had enough of her bullying us and I went into the dressing room and I took her perfume from her station and I brought it to the bathroom and I peed in it. (laughs) Um, and that was my little secret revenge that I got on her was that from then on until she finished that bottle of perfume, she walked around the club with my piss all over her chest um, and face probably. So 
Hope you like my secret. Thank you. Ratchet. Uh, the bad news? Yeah. That chick's lap dance requests <laughs> went through the roof. <laughs> well, what's, They couldn't get enough of that pissy, p- that pissy chest. What's really funny about it is that as a stripper, you're probably putting on tons of perfume. Totally. So she's just <laughs> slathering herself in piss. You know who would have liked that perfume is our dog Pablo. That is so good. And I, that is a good. Here's revenge. the thing. I would. I would do it. I would piss into a into a um, perfume thing. But I don't think I would have thought of that. Mm. I would physically do the act if someone like told me it. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't. I, love I, that. I wish I could think of stuff like that. It's pretty. That's pretty conniving. You, well, you want to know how you think of it, Natasha? Huh. You work with a sociopath for months and months and right. months, and your uh, your brain becomes obsessed with how can I make this person uh, uh, suffer the way she's making me suffer. And then one day, in the dressing in the powder room, and you're in fishnets st- and stilettos, you th- you think to yourself, "Wait a minute, I've got it." Piss by <laughs> Calvin Klein. Also, I bet like at strip clubs, if a girl's like hot and making lots of money, it's probably very hard to fire her. Right, I bet that's true. Because she's drawing in so many customers. Yeah, I bet she is hot, huh? Mm. Well, she doesn't smell so hot. <laughs> so, wait, piss and perfume too, because then piss it's like, fume. I get. I bet some people like it. They're like, "What's that familiar that's, smell?" That's what I'm saying. Oh, Ugh. it smells like home. Ugh. Well, let's hear another secret. Hi, this is a really dumb secret, but I have never told anyone that I have always been slightly attracted to. George W. Bush, uh, when I was a senior in high school, the election was happening and, you know, my family were all voting for Gore and I knew in my heart why a Bush presidency wasn't good, but I secretly wanted him to win because I thought he was cute. And, uh, recently I found a picture of him with his father, George Sr., um, a long time ago, like a tennis match or something. And he looked so cute. He was like 20 and I saved it to my phone and then I deleted it because I was afraid my husband would see it. So anyway, um, politics aside, I just have always found him very attractive and it's really weird and I don't know why. So that's my secret. I bet she's married to a dork because that guy had like dork energy. George W. Bush? He was just kind of goofy. Like think of how like suave Obama, Clinton, you I know, know. Bush was handsome. He, he was better looking than Clinton like for a sure. Dope. No, but Clinton had it more. He did have it. He had that sort of sex energy. Yeah, for sure. George W. Bush, sex, sex did... predator energy as well. But yes, George Bush was a good-looking guy. By the way, speaking okay. Speaking of which, I realized the other day, Jill Biden, she kind of got it going on a little bit. Doctor <laughs> Jill, she's kind of hot, and that means to me, we're at we're we're going on three, maybe four hot first ladies in a row it's good it's just a big moment for our country jill biden we got melania i mean the, the she was a straight pinup you got you got you got michelle obama she's beautiful you know wait what is melania just gone now she just kind of like she how did she survive she's in so slovakia unscathed. right now she's on a she's on a corn cob boat right now honestly that was kind of impressive that Her she thing? that she was just like never in the public eye really but every time she was she would say something really funny and very stupid what was the name what, what did she have spray paint or like the i just don't care <laughs> if she went to visit a refugee camp like why, uh, why would an immigrant that, prison. This can't be real. It's crazy. Everything about that presence. Like if felt that like, was pitched to you 
for a TV show about an evil, you I know, know, woman, you'd be like, no, that's Too much. that. It's uh, th- no one would believe that. I know. Remember when she said that, um, like her assistant came out with this like transcript, what she said about that she had to do the Christmas decorations she, uh, for the White House. She's just like, who gives a fuck about the Christmas decorations? I don't know why I'm making her sound like Arnold she said Schwarzenegger. Fuck? Yeah, she's just like, I don't give a fuck. It's just like, <laughs> and I kind of related to her too. It's just like. But then again... But what she did that was... Oh, sorry. Please. That what she did with it was so smart. She didn't speak very much, so it was hard to do an impression of her. That's true. So, like, I never... Because I wanted to do an impression Although of mine her. mine was pretty spot Yours on. Yours sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It did yeah, not sound perfect. like her at all. Get to the chopper. That's what she said to Trump when they were leaving, right before the inauguration. She said, get to the chopper. You don't like it? <laughs> okay. No, I hear you. I well, want a first reminds- man in the office. I, I think um, what's her name's husband is actually kind of a, a hottie too. Who? Uh, Kamala's. Oh yeah. Her, he's a Jew too, which I kind of like. I like the first Jew, but <laughs> he's kind of handsome too. He's kind of got it going on in his damn self. Really? Yeah. I mean, we got a straight up female vice president. That's pretty cool. No. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, that's dope. And he's she she's got herself a little Jew at home. No, it's so it's so great, and it's so great that. Um, Trump is not in office. We should uh, try to that, be lucky for we that. We disagree. Let's play <laughs> another secret. Hi, I have a secret. So, um, this is a couple years ago. I had just moved to a new town and I was kind of like getting my bearings. It was the summertime and I was going to work in the school system in the fall and I was running an errand and I was coming back to my car and somebody was parked next to me and they had this car that I used to have and I loved this car. And I saw them and I was like, hey, um, I love this car. And he had these like cool wolf stickers. And so um, I was like, hey, nice car. And he was like, oh, like, you know, did you, did, how do you know about this car? And he asked me if I wanted to test drive it. Cause, like we got into a conversation about the car. So I ended up test driving the car and we were just like chatting about the car. I guess I should say that like I'm kind of an ugly duckling. Like I'm hot now, but I always forget because I was like really awkward looking and weird in high school. So sometimes I don't realize that someone is like kind of hitting on me. And I was just like interested in this car. And so we're like driving around a little bit and then we like pull over and he's like, Oh, I'm going to like have a smoke. And I was like, Oh, me too. Um, back when I still smoked and so we had a cigarette and then my landlord like pulls up and he was like hey like how's it going and I'm like oh hey and then he also seems to know this guy because it turns out that he graduated high school last year and he was a student of my landlord actually he didn't graduate he had to repeat his final year so he was Maybe, okay, he was 18, but he was going to be a senior at the high school that I was going to be working at. And I was just, like, so embarrassed that, like, it looked like I, at, like, 30 years old, was on a date with this, like, 18-year-old person at the school where I was going to work. And we were, like, smoking a cigarette. It was so weird. I'm still embarrassed to this day. I, like, avoid him whenever I see him has the same car so if i see it in a parking lot i'll like totally go somewhere else because it's like a small town and um anyway uh that's my secret okay bye 
this is like one of those stories that like this is how <laughs> high school teachers end up fucking their students, right? <laughs> I always wonder how it goes down and it's like it's got to be a wolf sticker on a car and a <laughs> shared smoke, right? I was interested in the ugly duck duckling thing. That was interesting that right. that you don't feel how you look. Right, that's interesting. I'm also, but just to get back to teachers fucking their students, why are they always hot? The women? Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Well, first of all, you think every woman's hot. I do not. And the last caller, when she was young, she was a straight up booger wolf. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think that uh, they are kind of hot. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird through well, line. Well, it's not going to be like the school marmy types of teachers, right? It's going to be like the younger... I just don't understand it. Yeah. Well, I mean, where were they when I was in? No, I'm kidding. It's not. It's a remote, terrible scourge. Remote learning must must be hard for them. Right well, they now. do a breakout Zoom. <laughs> they do a private, like an extra Zoom. You click the link. Okay, let's play another secret. Hey, Emotion, Natasha. Love you guys and love the podcast. So my secret is that my now fiance was helping me move out of my apartment and my parents came by to help us as well. Uh, we were packing up the dresser where I kept all of my sex toys. So we put tape over the drawer to hold it shut. And then we put the dresser in the back of my dad's truck. And then we headed out. So I was falling behind them. And I noticed the tape was coming loose on the drawer. And I panicked. So I signaled for them to pull over. Uh, they took too long of a turn into the nearest stop, which was just like a car rental place. Um, but anyway, the entire drawer fell out mid-turn onto the service road and on the turn-in of the car rental place. So all the butt plugs and lube and vibrators, like, fell out onto the road. Um, so my fiancé and I, like, ran over really quickly and started shoving all of the sex toys into our jackets. Um, <laughs> we even had this, like, stuffed unicorn where you, like, shoved the butt plug up in it was like a butt plug holder um so anyway we're shoving all this stuff in our pockets and luckily my parents didn't see this because they didn't notice the drawer falling out and they just parked behind the car rental place so we had time to do this um one of the car rental guys actually comes out and tries to help us but realizes what we're picking up and just kind of like awkwardly walks away um so yeah up until I mean, up until this day, my parents don't know um, what we were picking up. They don't know what was in the drawer. And I think they assume that the drawer just fell out and it was empty. But, yeah, that's my secret. I have a question about one phrase in that call. Butt plug holder? No, I understand what that is. It's, But it's related. <laughs> it's all of the butt plugs. <laughs> I was caught there. How many butt plugs do you need? I mean... Do you need many? Do you need four? Like, isn't is not one enough? Is it various sizes? Probably lengths. I guess like you work your way up. It goes like it goes like small, medium, large, unicorn. Oh, I see. You're if you're using a butt plug, you're having sex for like a while, right? Is that right? I don't know. I'm I'm wondering because it seems like if you've got to like plug it open up the toys it's isn't that all about like foreplay maybe yeah i guess so but some people walk around with a butt plug all day as a kind of bizarre like sexy game you know and then it, i've had it in me all day long thinking of you or something oh that's kind of hot 
Well, um, if you want to get four or seven of them, <laughs> we could try them out. Um, you know I, they we say, could get one. You know, they say, um, they say, give a man a butt plug. The man will come for a day. <laughs> Teach a man to make various sizes of butt plugs, and he will humiliate himself in front of an Enterprise rent-a-car. <laughs> Natasha, what do you think? Um, do you, you want to do another secret, or do you want to say goodnight? You know, I feel as a cishet. Cishet normative. Cishet normative. Cishet. Um, I... Maybe it's time for us to stop talking and start listening. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. Let's call it. Okay, good Okay, cishet. <laughs> I love you. I love you too, cishet. <laughs> cishet. Yeah, cishet. Let's have another kid and name them cishet. Cishet? Cishet. That way they'll be guaranteed to be gender fluid. If you name your kid cishet, they're going to be gender fluid. Just to be like, fuck you, mom. I can't. I love it. And I love you. I love you too.